Hello team, it's Pam here from Alt Marketing School. I have a question for you right now and that is what would happen if you could market to hearts and not brains? What would you think would happen if you knew that you could make the world a better place with positive impact marketing but putting purpose and results first? If you want to find out, then come and join us for the Alt Marketing Certification. Our six-week digital bootcamp for professionals who want to do marketing differently and advance their career along the way. Join me and our six incredible teachers to learn how to advance your career with confidence by applying effective systems and frameworks to the latest trends. The next cohort is coming up soon, so I would love to have you join us. And all you have to do is apply to join at altmarketingschool.com slash learn. Go to altmarketingschool.com slash learn to apply for the next cohort of all marketing school certification. Hello and welcome to Make an Impact Show, a podcast run by Creative Impact Co. Our mission is to help creatives grow their business, hone their marketing, and share their stories via outstanding content. Hello, gorgeous humans, and hello, lovely Amy. How are you today? Hey, I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? I am not good. I am excited. I am thoroughly excited. So not just excited, because we're back! I'm so excited to be back. I'm so excited to be back with you. And I decided that we will start off with a bang. So we're going to start off straight with an amazing conversation with the lovely Janelle Lewis. And I'm so excited to have her here because she was our cover feature for August Magazine's All About Going With The Flow. And it was amazing. It was such an incredible piece. Um, She's just such an inspiration to us all, I think. What I loved about Janelle and what I love about obviously just talking to her as well was that idea of really diving deep into being of service for others and showing up for others, but also being able to take that time off for ourselves to replenish. And she uses the the well analogy, which I know it's kind of like something that you might be able to really figure out in your head as a way to actually take that time to reassess and be able to rest so that you can show up every single day for your audience. And I think that's key. No, definitely. And I remember the first time I read and listened to her words actually brought tears to my eyes. I just thought it's just something you can really connect with. And just a reminder that we all need to take better care of ourselves, really. Um, Yeah, that's a very wise episode, I think. And fun, but wise. (laughs) We're very wise. See, we want to start with wise. We don't want to start with like absolute doofballs because it will come. Don't worry, it will come. It always does. I want to start with wise, but I think it's also good because we get is September at the time of the recording, and everybody gets really excited about jumping straight back into work, jumping straight back into big goals and big ideas. And right after we actually took some time off, I mean, I hope you guys took some time off. Did you take some time off, Amy? A little bit. I'm not actually that good at it. I try. I really do try. Well, I fix in little bits um, every day, and I had the odd day here and there. There were some afternoon teas involved, which is my way to chill out. So, yes. And you did. You got away, which was lovely. Oh, yes. That was that was needed. And even if I didn't go too far or I didn't do something too intense, just the fact that I could step away 
I mean, even if you go for afternoon tea, you know, what? Like, and again, people are not Brits. They don't understand the actual ritual that stands behind those really weird little like, was it like a little, uh, it's like a display? Yeah. yeah, the little stands. And then, well, you got a vegan afternoon tea, I guess, as well. Oh, yeah. There, yeah, there's some amazing vegan. There's some not so good ones, but a lot of them do incredible vegan afternoon teas now. So there's no excuse not to go to afternoon tea, in my opinion. <laughs> Especially if you, if you haven't done it before, it's definitely an experience. And again, like for somebody who eats like for two people, I really found it frustrating at first. I was like, that's a really small sandwich. Uh, but then they fill you up. And that's, that's the beauty yeah. of afternoon tea. They it come, does. They come back with more sandwiches as well. They do top you up. So yeah, you can just keep going. So yeah, think about the thing that you want to do. That will be one of my prompts for today. We talk about different ways to actually rest and reset, depending on who you are and how to actually tap into that feeling of gratitude for just being. So whether that is filling your belly with scones, which again, would recommend to try at least once in your life, um, or any way you do it for yourself, I hope that really this interview inspires you. And if you want more tips on that, Remember to go to the website. You can actually check the August issue of the magazine with Janelle's piece, more tips from her, as well as more tips overall on how to take little breaks for yourself within the issue. Uh, is there one, uh, actually, I'm going to ask you to finish off, but is there anything that you really love from that issue? Oh gosh, there are so many. I think it's such a good collection, but Charlotte, um, who writes for our magazine every month, her pieces are always so amazing and so inspiring and just really gets you thinking about how you connect with yourself and the time. And again, it was about relaxing and resting. Um, but yeah, it just really makes you think she's got a really, really wonderful way of writing. And I just, I love her pieces. So that was probably one that stood out for me. Um, did you have a favourite? Um, okay, aside from Janelle's, which as we both got, we really, really loved. I think, actually, I think that might be my favorite one. I'm just going to stick with that one right now because obviously I really, really loved to have that connection, be able to talk to her about that experience for herself. And I would say stick around until the end. You should always stick around until the end, but definitely stick around until the end for this one because there's a great tip that she gives right at the very end. And that's what really gave me goosebumps. So I will definitely say, Check that one out and don't miss us until then. Uh, we're excited to be back. We're going to be excited to be back with more next week as well. But for now, we'll leave you with Janelle Lewis. I hope you enjoy. Hello, my darling. How are you? And your beautiful smile. <laughs> Hello. I'm, I'm really pleased and honored to be here Fab. thank you for inviting me I'm very excited to have you and I mean for people that are listening we already had like a good chat before we even kicked off so we had to kick off <laughs> we both feel like just, yeah get on going and you know what and I love that we started talking about um you know obviously you're back in the UK right now as we're recording and just talking about you know, slowing down and lessons from lockdown and just lessons from everything that's happened. And I love what you said to me, hopefully I'm not butchering the words, to be productive, you don't always have to be producing. I love that. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's something that I feel um, as someone that looks at themselves as, as, not, as a creative being, right? And, and I think we're all creative beings. We're all you know, creators, you know, we all have our, our talents and our gifts. 
everyone does. There's not one person in this world that isn't creative in this thing where like this thing that goes out that some people are the creatives and other people aren't. And I think that that's bullshit. We're all (laughs) creatives. We're all creators. And at a certain point in that process, you can't always be creating. Part of creativity is the dead space, the space where it's like in between. And I feel like the whole COVID pandemic put us in a collective dead space. You know, like it is just like, right, everything went back, everyone's at home. The things that you were used to doing, your routine, they're out the window. No, we can't do it like that. And um, and I feel like that was it's a good thing to to kind of be in 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 this void, right? You know, we talk about void, and we talk about a little bit, you know, where everything got really quiet, so you could hear the birds again. And um, you know, there weren't so many cars on the road. You we just nobody really was going outside. And um, there is a lot of power in, the, in those spaces, and to let them be whatever they need to be for people. And I know for a lot of folks, people needed rest. They really needed space to rest and to let their nervous systems calm down and to just um, start to restore themselves from this frantic pace of living that, you know, again, is the collective we all live in, we all participate, even if you're somebody that really feels like you got your self-care all together, we still pre- participate in this frantic pace of living. And, um, and COVID got, got us to kind of imagine another way to be and to figure out other ways to be. And um, I think it's a, a, a wonderful, a wonderful gift to be able to slow down, to be able to rest, to be able to restore yourself and uh, a wonderful place to kind of, um, what you were saying about being grateful for the things that we already are already did. So that's what Fab says. She said this space about, you know, I can't take credit for all the, 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 the good one liners. Right. Um, and, and so especially because of, of where I sit and I do as, as a yoga teacher, um, as a spiritual practitioner, as um, someone in the wellness industry, we always bandy this whole thing about gratitude is bandied about a lot, right? And I feel like if you're always producing, if you're always, you're never stopping, there can't be space for gratitude in your life. They just can't be, right? Because you're never taking time to acknowledge what's already there. You're already on to the next thing. So um, I, I like that thing about being, being having a space to be grateful, having a space to slow down so we can be more grateful for what we have. It's kind of like, based on what you said again, like we're going through our one-liners again. It's just to me thinking about if you want to be in the now, and that's actually, I wanted to start asking you how this, this conversations that we're having ties into with your 
you being a teacher and a student, because I believe we're always students of obviously mm-hmm. the spiritual practice and the yoga and, and yoga itself is just everything that encompasses. Because I think it's hard to be in the now, as you say, <laughs> I like what you say, yes, when you constantly look at the future, because if you might, um, and I don't know if that's what you meant by saying that kind of buzzword of gratitude, there's always a feeling of like gratitude becomes those three things that you write about in your notepad and then you move along for the day and there should be more to that. And that's, and that's kind of how I feel like that's how things have shifted. It doesn't have to become just a to-do list checklist because it defeats the point. Yeah. I, I, and, and again, it, um, and it, and we're, 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 we're good. We always end up getting to the place that, um, where, I've been doing a lot of work around this place right now, but, but we, we're going to get there in our own good time. But this whole system of yoga and wellness being really, really capitalistic and consumeristic. So it is about like consuming the whole time. And it's just like g- gratitude is, is, is like you say, it's a space of being right? It's a space of, that is felt, that is in the moment. It is really transformative because it really, um, either you, you, you can do the science around gratitude and the neural pathways that it creates in your mind. But like, if you're doing like, for lack of a better word, fake gratitude <laughs> in this kind of consumeristic way, like, oh, I'm going to buy this fancy girl through the journal diary and you're you're going through the motions of it it's kind of what this one of my favorite words right now well not favorite but something I use like performative gratitude it's just like you because that's a, a, a place that I feel like when you you look at where yoga and wellness and some coaching it's like it becomes very performative it's like it's something that's performed it's not necessarily done or embodied and um if there's no space if it's like uh you know like a to-do list let me get up and I got to do these gratitudes and it's just like okay so where's the feeling where's the embodiment where is the presence around that and you need space for it you know you need actual real space so that you can sit, so you can feel into it. And I'm not saying, like, it should be taking hours. Like, you know, I think some of the things I'm grateful for are, like, very present, very simple. Like, oh, I'm grateful I have a house that I can sit and do these things. And I'm I'm not saying it has to be, like, a big old show, but you have to make space for it and it not be so, like, because I think this looks good, you know, then it, you know, then, then it, if I do it, then it, then that makes me look good. But I think the point is to do things that we feel, you know, and to do things that um, will be of, of value to us. So if like, you're not really tuning into this space of gratitude, then I feel like I'm like, so where, where are we going to find the value? For, for us as individuals and again us as uh, as a collective and I love that and I'm gonna again gonna piggyback on some of that as well because I wanted to ask you obviously knowing your experience 
as an individual and knowing how you feel about this side of wellness that can be so confusing to think about when you think about what well-being should stand for in so many ways and especially again the little that I know I will be honest I'll, I'll say my limitation about the whole psychology and the whole history of yoga itself just as an appreciator more than a student but I'm wondering what is the one thing obviously magic wand Janelle and the magic wand what is the one thing that you would love about yoga not everything I mean if I would love to hear other stuff as well but what is the thing that you would like to be able to change or to or to inspire as a change when it comes to let's take maybe wellness overall let's go for wellness even instead of like pigeon mm-hmm. maybe yoga might be what the biggest experience is but yeah. what the, the first thing that you would really like to inspire that change because i think as creatives as people that are creative and then produce we have so much power and ability to instill and inspire change um so we'll mm-hmm. have to, what was one of your thoughts that comes to mind so what I have fell into and, and something that, um, you know, like fr- from, from where I, I, I went te- teaching, um, this is this project that I was invited to do years a few, you know, I wasn't very deep into my teaching, um, career and they, there's a project it's, um, of the Healing Justice London, um, Healing Justice London, so Healing Justice Network, and they would be, um, they had a project called Voices That Shake, and it was around um, having young people, and it's specifically from young people from marginalized black backgrounds, um, black, brown, queer, trans, marginalized identity, um, refugees, immigrants, to have a programming for them um, and all about healing the wounds that they get from this white supremacist, patriarchal, heteronormative, <laughs> misogynistic, oppressive system. So this programming was, was around that and they, you know, invited me to come and teach yoga. And I was, obviously I, I, I agreed, but then I kind of thought like, what, like, what am I going to do? Like, who am I? How am I going to do this? And I literally went in and I'm like, oh my God, do we need this? this, this, this? And the nature of the, the program is that it's grassroots and it's emergent work. And so where I was used to being was in these studios with these fancy mats and all the fancy brands and, and, and everything that you could want. And I went into the space and I went with nothing and I didn't, and I could have gotten whatever bells and whistles. And I went and I sat with these people and said, we all deserve to be well. We all deserve to do practices that heal us and restore us. And it does not have to be fancy. We don't need a mat. We don't need fancy clothes. We don't need a brand. All we need is our bodies and our breath. That's it. And that to me is wellness. You know, that we, anyone, especially the most marginalized folks, can self-identify and they can get to decide what is going to make them well, what is going to make them feel better. And it's going to be, and, and, and not just even feel better, but also a process of like healing and liberation, you know, because 
and and we don't have to. So this is like my my thing, and I tell this story is that why do we need all these fancy things all the time? Why are we putting that out there to people, selling this narrative that you know? Especially like, you know, when they talk about meditation, this picture of somebody on a mountaintop or by a fancy infinity pool. Fuck that. We don't need that to participate in these practices. We can do it in a council flat in Hackney. That's cool. Because to me... That's your life. That's where you are. All that's 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 your point of reference. So something wellness isn't something that's like up there or over there or this thing that these sets of people get to do and that I don't get to do because I don't look a certain way or I don't have this certain money or I don't live in a certain postcode. It's just that it is. It's innate and it's everyone's birthright. So you don't need, so if you do have like, and I'm going to tell you like, look, I like fancy yoga mats, like like the best of them. But if I don't have it, then I just get on the floor or get in the gra- on the grass and, and move my body around or I just sit wherever I can and take some deep breaths and, and close my eyes and have some moments to myself. To me, that is the foundation of wellness that it starts with me, it's with me, it's with each individual, and the folks are sovereign. So what works for me, what makes me well, is certainly not going to make you well. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I think it's certain stuff that we can stay like, right? Clean air, good food. That is, you know, some of the foundations of it, but um, just that it is something that everyone gets to participate in. There ain't no checklist about it. Like, oh, now you get to come to the wellness club because you it's innate, it's everyone's birthright, and we participate where we are. And that's it. And I love the, the element of the birthright. And also, I'm very visual, so it's, it's really interesting. As soon as you said the two images of the mountaintop and the infinity pool, you know, when you can just see it, I can see what you're talking about. And that's kind of what I'm wondering, because obviously I'm just hearing what you're saying. It's almost like, we different people whether you are participating in the wellness industry whether you are a key player we have an image and whether we like it or not we don't want to admit it there is an image of what wellness is supposed to be and that is mm-hmm. that is not necessarily the problem but that is the the the, the root of the matter there's the, is this image and if this image is there that's what we associate with well-being and then it changes the way that we think we can access it or who can access it or why can be accessed it and i think it's important to remember that yeah, it is. It is something like is is is, and what I think is amazing again. And we loop it back to this COVID thing. So all these this fancy shit that people could do, they can't do it no more, right? Can nobody fly nowhere really? Well, now it's starting to happen, but you know, all the fitness everywhere is shut down. So then you see people going back to basics, taking walks with your family. I can't think of anything more well than that, you know, um, taking time to, to speak with loved ones and checking on that, checking on them. To me, that's community wellness, you know, eating at home, <laughs> you know, you can't, 
Even though I mean, like, my doing this about to order Uber Eats right now. It's just like, but that doesn't mean right. we have like some old food. Again, you know, and, and and again, this thing about like getting your food, making it, preparing it yourself. To me, that's that's it's these basic things that we do all the time. To me, that is real wellness, not like so. It don't have to be some bright green smoothie thing like that, you know. I, listen, I I like avocado toast like everybody else, but like you know, that does that's not it. It can be like your favorite cake that your mom makes. You you know what I mean? It's like these these things where that it's just like this certain stuff is allowed, but then like it's a small narrow like thing of what is allowed in this wellness. We're really, and, and it doesn't include like really what real life is. And I just, to me, that doesn't, that, that's just not, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. And, um, and it creates an environment again of, you know, and I talk about, I, I, just, I say yoga have and have nots. And I'll say wellness have and have nots, which is again, bullshit. Because we, you know, they're fundamental things that will figure into things wellness that are, are very tangible that you know you can bring into your life and you don't need to go to Thailand to be, be able to do that, you know, or Bali or and I like these places too, but <laughs> what makes me well is to be able to sit in my flat in Croydon and, you know, nourish myself physically and mentally and spiritually. Yeah. And taking that time for yourself. And it's, it's almost kind of like that double-edged sword of then classifying almost like self-care again, I'm doing inverted commas here, but like as a luxury, taking the time for yourself. And it's like, well, taking that, that, that busy kind of label, I'm too busy to talk to my mom, I'm too busy to do stuff. It adds a whole and, conversation. And then this self-care thing that's gotten co-opted, just like makes me really um, get, that's why I got to be in my bonnet about a few things. But, you know, self-care is, is, is something, you know, really, um, Audre Lord, who's a queer black woman, talks about this, and she talks about it not in the point of like me, 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 and and bubble baths and chocolates and spa days, which I like too, but also like, am what am I am I getting enough rest? Am I you know around supportive people? Do I have a supportive community, a collective? Because self care really feeds into the collective and collective care. That's why you have to look after yourself because especially, you know, I mean, again, as a a woman, a black woman walking around in this body, so many people expect me to take care of them. Like, that's just like expected. So like, okay, so how do we break this down? How do we find something that's equitable? And that like, you know, especially when you have, a more a marginalized identity to be able to participate in society and community you really have to be able to care for yourself in in, in a really deep way 
you know, just like in, in the most fundamental and deep ways. So it's like I've been self-care, like, I, I, and I, and again, we, we look at about self-care to me figures into wellness and um, that comes to, again, having support and the support that you need to be able to show up to be able to live your life. And I was actually going to ask you about that because I love, I mean, obviously good words because the words that we use, community participation and also showing up obviously comes with the making an impact on other people. The planet means being able to show up. And I, again, it's that self-care is that secret, that self-care that we're talking about is a secret weapon, if you may, that can allow you to show up for others because you're allowing yourself to take that time to process what's going on. And that's kind of what I wanted to almost ask you as well, because you constantly show up and you constantly adapt for others and to encourage conversation. It can be, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm saying, but it can bring a lot of energy up and down. And I wanted to ask you like, how do you find that balance between wanting to be there and show up for your community and show up for these conversations and also that taking the time for yourself to be able to recharge and reconnect? Um, that's the amazing question. I love, I love that question. Um, and, and, and in different times, if you ask me at different times, you, you'll get a different answer. But most of it is, um, a lot of it is about you know, I heard this, this talk, this woman, okay, so I love Oprah, everybody that loves me, knows me, loves me too, but knows me, knows I love Oprah, and Oprah was talking to this amazing um, self-care, self-help, this amazing psychologist, and Ayanna Van Zandt, and what Ayanna says, and we we hear that, hear this over and over again, but it was a reminder, you can only give from overflow, so if you, the work that in most recently, so I can talk about with recent, the work that I've been doing recently has all been overflow work. And I can put my hand on my heart and hold my hand up and say that in, that, in this moment, in this stage of my life right now, I am deeply understanding that I can't, I have to give from the overflow. So I have to feel full and you know supported in all the different ways that i need and 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 they change and fluctuate with what i'm doing where i am in the world um the seasons so i have to like you know and that and that's been a lifelong figuring out and i'm still figuring it out <laughs> cuz sometimes i go like wait a minute now i'm exhausted how did that happen but showing so what i'll say is People have, you got, we got to give from overflow because then that is, that's just, you know, that's, that's more, that's the more. And, 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 and that can, can be given freely, right? I don't need it done. I don't need any reciprocity around that or anything. It's just like, here it is. Here you go. Here's, this is, this is, this is, this is that. I'll talk about the flip side of where, you know, other times that has not been the case where I have been running on empty and still having to do and still pushing myself. And in the end, 
burnout and, and causing myself, um, I learned. So it's still a learning opportunity, but you know, a space where you do, um, you do put yourself in, in harm's way. So I, you know, everybody has their own, um, kind of magical formula for me, like this alchemic process that gets them to a space of space of overflow. Each of us has it. We, and the, you know, the, the best thing about this life and maybe the worst thing about this life, it's up to you to figure it out. Right? <laughs> Nobody, so that's, a, you know, and that's another thing that we see a lot in, um, you know, wellness. Da, 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 da. I've done this and I've figured this all out. So come and do my course so you can figure it out too. And it's like, you figured it out for you, lady. Um, so I think one of these things where it's like people can show you their process and you might be, you might be inspired and you might get something from it. I know like some things that people swear by, they just don't work for me. I'm like, you know, I think it's cool, but it doesn't really work for me in that way. And there's some stuff I swear by and my, you know, folks think like she is crackers. I don't want to be doing that. That's like a crazy thing. Like what? So I feel like, you know, we all have to figure out some of the things that like really nurture and nourish us. But one thing I I can say is you have to get enough rest. Rest is key and not, um, you know, I remember, I, you know, especially during like with this time with the, the Black Lives Matter movement and things going like really supercharged there. It was one point I was just like having to like really just turn my phone off and, and, and put it somewhere else because I was kind of feeling like, oh my God, another, I have to get back to this person. I have to get back. And it's like, no, boo, you need to get to sleep, right? Go to sleep. There's somebody else that they can either wait or they'll get the information for, from someone else, you know, and that's you know and that's and and that and that's that but making sure that you are getting enough of the kind of rest that you need and um and 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 when you and when you need it that's i think is you know i don't think that again we can look at the science and you can survive without food but you can't survive without sleep and rest you will go crazy that's very true. <laughs> I, I also want to get eight hours, so you know I, I, I'm an old lady with that. I really need my sleep, so I do yeah. appreciate that. And, and I know some. I have some friends that um, that they don't sleep in that way, but they, you know, I think naps are good too, right? Because like sometimes it is might be hard to get eight hours into uninterrupted sleep because of your circumstances. But like if you have space in a day and you can take a little 20 minute nap or something and your body's asking for that, I feel like don't be ashamed to, to, to do that. Like go for it. Let your body, you know, our, our bodies are so intelligent, like extremely intelligent, extremely intelligently designed. And so they kind of know what they, the body knows what it needs when it needs it. And I think if we get out of our way, our own way, and start to, like, 
let our bodies kind of center and lead us, then that's that's another that's an, another really good way you can end up like being able to show up the way that you want to because you're not forcing yourself to like do it like that, do it like that, but you're being in a real space of of allowing and, and letting like the body is innately intelligent. So we like really tune into like the body wisdom and the body knowledge. Then it's like, all right, I know I might not sleep for eight hours at night, but I know I get a little tired around two o'clock. So maybe I have a nap then, you know? That's kind of like that element of, you know, taking care of yourself. If you want to go back to the word, like the buzzword, yeah. just showing that kindness to yourself by being, I'm going to listen to what my body needs, as you say, allowing it. Now I have a very, a uh, hard question, by the way. She hasn't prepared for any of this, so bless her. Uh, but <laughs> it's hard because it could it could go so many ways. So I really want to hear what comes up into your head. So if you were allowed, if you were given one billboard in the middle of, we're in the UK, so I'm going to go with Piccadilly Circus. In the middle of Piccadilly Circus, one of the big billboards that you see all around the big square, what would you write in it? If you could write anything on the billboard. Um, I gotta you know what I'm gonna go with instantly what I came in 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 my in my head and it's you are whole love it because I think it speaks to so many things that we have an issue with in our society where we think that what we need is not in us that there's a bit of us that is is broken and not good enough, not worthy, undeserving, unaccepted, undesirable, all of that stuff. And if we really lean into that, that we are whole, then that kind of, you go, you, you say it and you feel it and you're like, yeah, I, I am whole. There's nothing that needs to be added or taken away or, or anything like what I have is perfect and, and, and enough. Love that. Absolutely love that. Uh, last question, which is a bit more fun, but it might be even harder than this one. Just saying. <laughs> is, if you could invite anyone for, I have an idea to be honest after our chat, but anyone for brunch, dead or alive, one person and have a brunch with them, who would this person be? I have an idea. But. So, you know, everybody, come on, you watch this, it's gotta be Oprah. I, I can't even, I was about to say, oh, let me just throw, let me say some uh, somebody else. And it's like, it can be somebody else. But guess what? I'm going to meet Oprah and I'm going to get to talk to Oprah. And once I do, then I'll say this other person. But until I'm going to be putting it in the universe, Oprah Winfrey, I'm coming for you. I'm going to talk to you. We're going to have brunch. We're going to do yoga. We're going to do all the things, Oprah. I love it. I, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's amazing. Dia, thank you so, so much for taking the time. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and, and your kindness. It was lovely to chat to you, my darling. Thank you so much, Fab. It's really, really lovely to talk to you. and. Um, to everyone that is listening, you can find me. I'm on the Instagram. <laughs> on the gram. Where you? 
on Janelle Yoga on Instagram and and I have my website, JanelleLewis.com, um, which has stuff where you can find me to practice with me um, online if you want to. Because that's all that's happening right now for me is, is a lot of online stuff. So, yeah, Janelle Yoga and JanelleLewis.com. So come and find me. Awesome. We'll put the links in the show notes as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check our show notes for more juicy goodness about this episode. If you loved it, please take some time to give us five stars on iTunes. And make sure that you let us know your ha-has and takeaways on Instagram at Creative Impact Co. Also, you can find out more about us on our website at creativeimpact.group. <laughs>